What's up? This is your girl, T. As a black woman in her 30s, I'm constantly trying to figure out life. But the one time of the week where it all seems to come together is on Sundays. <laughs> yeah, that's right, when I talk with my girls at brunch over a glass of champagne. I created this podcast to bring good vibes and open dialogue about various topics from mental health, relationships, personal development, the workspace, to the bubbly that happened over the weekend. Sundays are a time for celebration, rest, and reflection. So welcome to Champagne Sunday. Grab a glass, pop a bottle, and get ready to pour it up. Hey, hey, what's up? Welcome to Champagne Sunday. It's your girl, T, and thank you for listening. You have entered a vibe of where we like to celebrate Sundays by drinking champagne. And we also like to take Sundays to use it as a time for reflection, relaxation, and rest. So I don't know about you guys, but I was raised, born and raised in the church per se. Like I am from the South. I'm from North Carolina. And I always spent my Sundays in going to church. And it was kind of like if you don't go to church on Sunday, then you're not going anywhere else for that day. You you got to go to church on Sunday, right? And so Sunday is definitely a time for rest. And it's a time for reflection. It's a time for praise and celebration as well because you made it through a whole week and now you're about to go into a new week, right? And so it's a great time to kind of stop and think, what did I learn from last week? What can I do differently going into the next week? And also just to, again, celebrate the fact that you made it because I don't know about you all, but sometimes my weeks are very heavy. And I live for the weekend to just be able to, well, in the past, it used to be I lived for the weekend to go out and to party and do things. Now it's kind of changing as I'm getting older, but it's also winter. So it's a lot more of I'm staying in the house. It's too damn cold in D.C. But um, living for the weekend is always, I think, a great way for me, has always been a motivator of to get through the week is that. I know I have plans for the weekend or have something to look forward to. So I'm going to make sure I work my best and put my best effort forward so I can make it to the weekend. So it's living for the weekend. So this podcast is pretty much that. It's a celebration, but it's also, again, a time for reflection, a time to engage. And so I'm, I don't, you know, I, again, I'm full disclosure. I'm going to come forward and just say it off the bat. I am feeling pretty nervous, you all. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, like, some anxiety is there. And again, we're going to talk a lot about mental health. And starting with that, I have some anxiety about this podcast because I'm thinking in my head, like, what are people going to think? How am I going to sound? Um, I don't know, like, is this dumb? Like, does this look crazy? Is so many people doing podcasts. Am I going to look like another person just doing a podcast? Like, what am I going to look like, you know? And so um, I'm putting myself out there, though. I'm jumping because this has been, I can say, on my heart for a while to go ahead and do this podcast or to do podcasts. And then I had an opportunity to do a podcast. A friend had contacted me and said, hey, I have someone who's looking for someone to talk about mental health on their podcast. 
And I was so excited. I was nervous, but I was excited. I was like, ooh, yes. Um, and so that was, to me, a sign, like, okay, T, like, this might be something you want to do. I just was like, oh, I like talking about mental health to people. I like providing psychoeducation. I like talking. I've always talked, you know. That's just who I've been. I used to get in trouble at school. They used to, like, when my when my mom used to come and um, sort of parent-teacher conferences, it's like, Tanisha's a great student. She makes good grades. She does well. But she talks. Damn, she just talks too much. She talks all the time. Um, and so I do. I talk a lot. But sometimes I can come off really quiet. But I am a talkative. When I'm comfortable and I'm in my zone, I'm a chatterbox. I talk a lot. Any Anybody who knows me, who's real close to me, knows that I like to have conversation. I like to talk. And I always thought that if I wasn't a psychology major, my second choice would have been communications, for sure. Um, so because we are Champagne Sundays and because we are embracing mental health and we are debunking, sti- debunking stigmas against mental health, we want to do, or I want to do, <laughs> positive affirmations and we're going to call them a bubbly so we're going to do a bubbly for today because again I'm feeling a little nervous you all and I'm going to be honest I think it's great and that we be honest about our feelings and so I'm feeling a little nervous but um, again this bubbly is something that can help you through the work week it can help you get there and it also can help you um, if you're having any automatic negative thoughts which are called ants a-n-t-s ants and so ants are things that we all have and so just to break down just a little bit we're gonna have a little breakdown um a little psychoeducation see i love it um when we think about ants again they're automatic negative thoughts but people have all types of automatic thoughts right they're not always just negative We can have automatic thoughts that are neutral. So it could be something like, I'm going to have some uh, Captain Crunch today for breakfast. Or I'm going to wear that blue shirt that I really like for work today. Um, Those are neutral automatic thoughts. They can just come to your mind in an instant. But then we can also have positive automatic thoughts. And those are things like, I'm going to nail this test. Like, I know I got this, right? Or um, you can look in your um, mirror and be like, girl, (laughs) I think my butt is getting big. Like, look at me. It's a fatty back there. You know, you can have different positive automatic thoughts. They just come to your mind and they're positive about whatever you're thinking. But then there's those little ants. Yeah, they trickle in. They little marching in. And those are the negative ones. Those the ones of self-doubt. Those are the ones that... We sometimes have when we are insecure maybe about certain things or we have some fears about what we're experiencing. And so that, uh, those automatic negative thoughts, that is what we're going to combat with a bubbly. And so today's bubbly is do something today that your future self will thank you for. Our actions and decisions today will shape the way we will be living in the future. All right. 
So do something today. Like make today count. That's pretty much what it's saying is make today count. So even though you're afraid of taking that next big step of whatever it is, make today count. Okay. All right. So we're going to lift up our glasses and we're going to cheers to that. Okay, so it's Champagne Sunday. So I hope that, you know, again, I don't, I hope everyone has a glass of champagne. We like to cultivate positive vibes and fun vibes on Champagne Sunday. So you have to make sure that you poured it up. Champagne and Prosecco is preferred, but if you're drinking um, something a tad bit stronger, that is okay as well. We, we condone that. Um, but make sure you have a little, a little something in your glass. Pour it up. So, again, I, as I said, I was feeling um, nervous about doing this podcast and also some procrastination, but I think my procrastination really was coming from the fact that I felt nervous. I was really like, this is something I want to do, but I don't know how I would do it. I don't know what I would sound like. I don't know if people would enjoy it or if they would like it if they would think this was dumb. And so a lot of times it just, um, it was something that I was kind of like holding back from. And I think the world, you know, oftentimes we ask like, God, send me a sign or someone, you know, send me a sign to say like, this is what I should be doing. And I think um, there were signs, but I just kept ignoring them. So I remember a while ago, maybe probably like four years ago, um, my friend was scrolling on her timeline and she saw that um, a, a mutual friend had a podcast. And she said, Tanisha, you really should do a podcast. Like, I think you would be amazing. You should really do a podcast. And I was like, no, I'm not going to. And in my head, I'm, in my head, I remember, again, my automatic thought was I would love to do a podcast. That was my. I guess my neutral thought, I would love to, because it wasn't I would be good. I would just like, I would love to do a podcast, right? The neutral thought. But then the negative thought said, girl, you don't need to do a podcast. Like, who is going to listen to it? You don't have a lot of followers. And a lot of other people are already doing that. So why would you want to do that, right? So then I listened to my automatic negative thought, my aunt. And I didn't, I was like, whatever. So then we have the um, pandemic. And um, my dad wanted me to talk to the church through their virtual um, church session about um, the pandemic and mental health and how that could be impacting them. Because a lot of people were going through it during the pandemic of just staying, being at home for so long and what it meant to take care of your mental health. And so through that, I talked and I realized like, oh, I really like talking about like psychoeducation and like, I really enjoy talking about mental health. Like this is something I really like. And then I joined Anchor and I recorded something that I said to the church and I posted it. And I just, and then someone, one of my friends was like, so you think about doing a podcast? And I felt like at the time they were asking me because they wanted to help or support me in that area, like, like thumbs up. But again, I shot away from it. It was like, no, this is just a one time thing. Not doing this for long. And again, that automatic, that aunt came in and it 
just was like, no, I'm not doing that. So then I think I did the pandemic. Um, I think I talked to maybe three or four churches during the pandemic and I really loved it. But I just was like, no, this is just not, I'm not going to sustain having a podcast. Like, that's just not it. Then, hmm, I want to say fast forward, right? Because, you know, that was good. That was like the beginnings of the pandemic when we were all at home and couldn't go anywhere. Fast forward to kind of maybe, honestly, this new year, maybe the end of 2021, and again, I lo- I'm an avid listener to different podcasts. Love listening to different podcasts. That's that's me. And on a podcast, the person or the host was pretty much saying is that go for it. Like jump. Like do what you really want to do. And don't use the fact that there are other people out there who are already doing it. Don't use that as a fact because there are already mo- multiple things that it's pretty much the same thing, but people have different versions of it. And just because there's a different version doesn't mean people are not going to accept it. That doesn't mean people are not going to buy into it or use it or think it's great. And I think they use the fact like rainbow. They were like, there's, you know, rainbow is a clothing store. It sells pretty much, you know, cheap, trendy clothing. And then we also have what fashion Nova. We also have forever 21. We also have she in, We have all of these different clothing stores that sell the same type of clothing for a low price, but people go to different ones. The same thing, we have Uber and we have Lyft. We have all of these fast food chains and everyone loves fast food in different ways and love burgers and fries. But it's the fact that, you know, just because McDonald's is there doesn't mean that people aren't going to Burger King, right? And so I was like, you know what? That is an excellent way to put it. Because I really, in my head, my aunt was, why do this when there are so many other people already doing it? What is the point? And I think she reeled it in and was like, it doesn't matter. No one else is you. No one else can, no one else can be you. No one else can be you. And so that was me overcoming that hurdle of realizing, again, a bubbly. No one else can be you. No one else could do it. No one else can do it. And so I was like, okay, you're right. She's right. All right, let me start thinking about what my podcast would be. Let me start thinking about what I would want to say. Um, and then in that too, uh, I ha- again, I always be thinking like my friends be saying, they be dropping gems. Shout out to my friends. I wish I had a boop, 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 boop. I need to, I need to get it on. <laughs> I need to get it on the audio because my friends are so fucking amazing um, that they just be dropping gems. And I had another friend who was like, yeah, like talk about the, the process of procrastination and what it takes for you to actually get there and to do that. Right. I was like, that's dope. You're right. Because I'm a person who, okay, background information. I, again, I talked about having some anxiety, having some, being nervous about some things. That's, that's part of my, my profile. But also in my profile is that I am, I have a lot of ADHD symptoms or tendencies. And I'm pretty sure, like, I don't really want to say I'm going to self that because I am a licensed psychologist in Maryland. And a lot of the advice that I would give on this show, again, it's not me giving advice in a way of being someone's mental health professional, 
but it is this is just for again entertainment and I am just talking about my experiences um, but I do encourage all to if you want to seek mental health um, services or professional help um, that you should seek a psychologist and there are plenty of listservs out there like psychology to get today um, there's also some tailored to black women and black people specifically um, so I definitely um, will suggest that you go out there and get the services that you need but this is not providing therapeutic services this is just a podcast again for fun good vibes and energy positive energy and so going back to my profile again I said I had some anxiety in there I also have some ADHD and so I've like as I studied as a psychologist and I started to realize like oh I checked this box uh-huh procrastination mm, check some restlessness mm, check inattentiveness mm, check like I started to see some of the symptoms that I checked off for the box for ADHD and I was like, oh, I, I'm, you know, I think I might be ADHD, but I never really kind of accepted that or was like, yeah, that's, that's who I am. I just was like, I have some symptoms, but I don't think I'm ADHD. And as I, again, kept going through my studies and I started to think back to who I was as a child, like I, when I started thinking about the kids that I work with and the things that I help parents um, understand about their children who have ADHD and to bring some of that, you know, validation and empathy and who their child is as a, as an individual with ADHD, I start to realize like, realize like, oh my God, I, I really do think I have ADHD and I've had it for a long time. Um, cause I was a child who would like forget things, always losing my purse, always losing important essentials for like forgetfulness, times 10 okay very easily upset very like sensory sensitivity hypersensitive very easily upset about things didn't like my um my mom would talk about this clothing my tags on my my t-shirts my sock lines couldn't stand it I had to switch my sock lines my mom would be like oh my god I just we gotta go I'm worried about my sock line and I can feel the line on my sock and so um, recently, as a 32-year-old woman talking to my mom, and my mom goes, and I'm just telling her, I don't know what we're, like, talking about per se, but I'm talking about something related to my 80. Oh, I was talking about time management. It is, again, it's, I, can, I can keep up on time and organize, but it takes a lot of effort for me to be on t- like to be on time and then on on that part it's overwhelming sometimes to have to figure out schedules and timing and my job moving from being in the schools to being in a private practice setting called for me to be more have more time management skills and in the beginning I was seeing that that was hard on me and sometimes I still do and so I was talking to that about with my mother And she was like, and I mentioned something about ADHD. And she was like, well, you know, they told me that you had ADHD when you were younger. 
And I was like, huh? She was like, yeah, they told me that they that you had ADHD when you were younger and they wanted to put you on Ritalin. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. like, really? And she was like, yeah. But I told her my baby ain't got that. My baby don't have that. She fine. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, black people, <laughs> black people, mental health is real and it is okay. It is okay to be diagnosed. It is okay to have a disability. It is okay to have a disorder. Um, but of course, my mom was like most black people and was like, not my baby. And to her, I guess, divine, <laughs> I don't know, to her, I wouldn't say her luck or her blessings that I was the type, ADHD type, where I was able to manage and, and it didn't have a large impact on my educational studies. Or it didn't have an impact on me accessing my educational curriculum. And so if I was to have been diagnosed with ADHD back then, it would have been more so a 504 plan than an IEP, which we can go into. We can have an episode about 504 versus IEPs, but it would have been that I received more accommodations than any type of modifications to my learning or my studies, right? Um, but all that to say is that, I, I mean, I, again have a profile where I have ADHD and anxiety. And I think all of those combined really prevented me from initiating and starting this podcast. And even as I speak today, that I have aunts that are defining how I proceed and how I share this with others because I'm always thinking what are other people going to say or do people even care what is this going to look like and it's so easy for me to have clients who come to me adolescents I love that age range of adolescent there between maybe 10 to 17 18 but I really love my adolescents and those especially who are very insightful but I work with so many who tell me that I haven't done it Dr. McIntyre because I'm afraid I don't think I'm going to be able to do it I don't I'm I don't think I'm going to be successful I don't think I'm going to be able to to have the results that I want. And I every time I hear that, I want to shake them and say, it doesn't matter, just do it. It doesn't matter, just do it. Because how else are you going to know if you can't? I even had a client the other day tell me about her reservation of not going to a certain school because she was afraid or not applying to a certain college because she was afraid. So, I mean, again, it's just, it's easy. It's always easier to give the advice, right? But you have, but you sometimes have to take that advice that you're giving. And so, um, 
I'm going to start trying to take more advice, more of my advice. And I advise you to take more of yours. We always, another great thing is to say, what would you tell a friend? What would you tell a friend? Yeah, so, um, yeah, that is, that's pretty much, again, my reasoning for procrastination, if it makes sense. And maybe not even my reasoning, but just kind of my process of procrastination. But I think in the sense of that, just motivating yourself by thinking about what you would tell a friend, but also motivating yourself about thinking about what your passion is. And so knowing that if this is something that you really, really, really want to do and it's calling to you, then figure out a way to do it. And there's no right right way to start, I, I don't think. And again, I'm saying these things and I'm it's crazy to say these things and struggle with it at the same time. So I, I always say like easier said than done for sure. But if you want to do it, if it's calling to you, if this is something that you're saying you want to do, don't look at every other person. Just do it. Fuck it. Just do it. Do it. And then see what happens. I'm going to take my advice. I'm going to just do it and see what happens. And if you fail, then shit, you failed. And <laughs> you failed. And you have to figure it out. It's an, an, a new lesson, another lesson to learn. You failed and now you have to figure out another way to succeed. Because either you're gonna just going to sit there or you're going to get up and, and try something new. Or try something different or try it again. Try it again in a different way. Um, but yeah, that is today's uh, Champagne Sunday. We can toast to that. Trying it in a different way. Um, so take take the bubbly. I'm going to um, make sure that you really focus on the bubbly is making sure that you do something today that your future self will thank you for um, because regardless of fear, regardless of anxiety, regardless of um, procrastination, you can do it. You just got to fight through that. So with that being said, (laughs) I will talk to all of you lovely people on the next episode Thank you for joining me. I hope that you liked it. And if you didn't, who gives a fuck? Because we're doing it. (laughs) We did it. Drop mic. We're done. Episode one. Peace out. Much love. And happiness. Champagne Sundays. We did it, Joe. (laughs) We did it, God. It's a wrap. Champagne Sundays. Woo!